Hello, this is History Storytime with Sophie, age seven. That's me. And Ellie, age five. That's me. And our daddy. That's me. We like hearing about battles, dropping off heads, and kings and queens. I add in the funny bits. I add in the disgusting bits. And we tell a new story every week. So don't forget to subscribe. Do you know that coronavirus isn't the first time disease has struck the whole world? In an earlier episode, we learned about the Black Death. Ugh. And there was a plague in 1665. <coughs> we learned about that a bit in our episode on the Great Fire of London. And there has always been diseases. We learned about smallpox and vaccines in our smallpox episode. But there was a virus, like a flu, which happened at the end of World War One. It was called the Spanish flu. But it didn't come from Spain. Come on! And it was a lot worse than normal flu. Let's start at the beginning. World War One had been terrible. Millions of people had died, but also millions had been injured. Sometimes their lungs had been damaged by poison gas. <coughs> and because so much money was spent on guns and bullets, there hadn't been much money to spend on food for ordinary people. So the populations were not very healthy by the end of the war. In the spring of 1918, while the war was still going on, the doctors at a military base in America noticed a strange new illness. What's the matter with you? <coughs> what was it like to have it? You got a sore throat, headache and didn't feel hungry. At the same time, people saw the illness in Europe. Because there was a war going on, the newspapers were not allowed to write up things that might upset people, so the illness did not appear much in the papers. But Spain had not joined the war. Spanish newspapers could write freely about the flu. Stop the presses! Because there was so much in the Spanish newspapers about it, lots of people thought the flu had come from Spain, so they called it the Spanish flu. Actually, it was just that their papers could write about it. In Spain, though, they thought it had come from France, so they called it the French flu. So where did it start? We don't know. But it was probably able to start because the conditions in the trenches were so awful. So France, then? People were living in holes in the ground for weeks, even months at a time. They weren't fed very well, the holes were damp, the trenches were filthy, the soldiers tried to kill one another with poison gas, so lots of them had weak lungs, and the soldiers were always squashed together. It sounds like the best place for germs. And the worst place for people. And then the soldiers would be sent home after the war and so spread the disease all round the country. In most countries, it seems to have been spread by soldiers coming home from the war. Countries got hit in waves. In England, as soldiers came home from the trenches, they travelled by train. 
The flu then spread out from the train stations into the city centre, then to the suburbs, and finally the countryside. Doctors didn't have many drugs to treat the flu. They had no anti-flu drugs, and sometimes the flu would mean that you got other illnesses, which we would treat now with antibiotics. But they didn't have any of those either. Doctors experimented with other drugs. In particular, they gave people large doses of aspirin. But the doses were so large that they actually poisoned people. Normally, illnesses affect the old and babies the most. But this illness was very strange because it seemed to hit young adults the most. People in their twenties and thirties, they will be hit very quickly. They might feel fine at breakfast, but be close to dying by tea time. Maybe one in every five people who caught the Spanish flu died. That means if five people caught the disease, then probably one of them would die, and the other four would get better. Our great great uncle was a typical Spanish flu story. He was from Warrington in the north of England. Hi there. He was a soldier all the way through the war. Left, 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 right, left. He fought in the trenches in France. He was blown up. Ouch! And survived. Phew. He helped to attack German trenches. And away we go! And he was so good at it that he won two bravery medals. Thank you very much. He survived all that and went home to his family. <laughs> Fabulous. And yet, two weeks after the end of the war, he was killed by the Spanish flu. Oh no! The flu could do what the Germans could not. Anyone could get it. The Prime Minister of Britain caught it. The President of America, the Emperor of Germany, and the famous Indian Mahatma Gandhi. The Spanish flu didn't care if you were rich or poor, important or ordinary. Because there was no good treatment, they tried to focus on stopping people catching it in the first place. So in American cities, they made people wear face masks, like here with the coronavirus. In San Francisco, a policeman came across a man refusing to wear a face mask, so he shot him. Dead. In Arizona, they gave $10 fine to anyone not wearing a face mask. Cities closed businesses, schools, theatres, churches, cinemas, and changed everyone's working hours so that people were not so crowded at work. Cities, which did the most drastic closures, suffered the fewest deaths. New York has some of the strictest rules, and as a result, half the number of people that caught it compared to other nearby cities. Some cities started really well, like St. Louis. They thought they had beaten the virus, so they relaxed the rules too early, and as a result, they had a second wave two months later, and many people died. Over 50 million people died worldwide. They think in Britain that a quarter of the population caught it. And two hundred thousand died. So this is a bit like the coronavirus. They were both caused by viruses. Anyone could catch it. They didn't have a cure for it. It was a worldwide problem. People used masks and quarantine to control the spread. But some things are different. Mostly, young people die from Spanish flu. 
but older people like grandparents are most at risk from coronavirus. And people haven't been living in trenches now, so we are healthier and cleaner. And our doctors are better at treating people nowadays. And our scientists now... I got an idea! ...are better at inventing new medicines too. And also we know what happened before with the Spanish flu, so we can learn from it. That's one of the things we like about history. You can learn what happened in the past. And not make the same mistakes again. Love that. If you've liked History Storytime, we'd love to hear from you. You can follow us on Twitter at HistoryTime99. Or find us on Facebook, Instagram or YouTube under History Storytime. We'd love to hear your ideas for episodes. Please let us know on social media or in the reviews section. Sleep tight. Don't let the bed bugs bite. And don't forget to subscribe. Subscribe.